Right, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 69 of Absolute Scenes. Uh, Billy, way, you, uh... way. <laughs> what, a, what a naughty number. Uh, how have you been this week, Billy? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty, uh, pretty good. Today's been a, a good day. Uh, just from like things we work trying to been trying to sort things out now for a few months, and uh, they've like all like come to a head. So that's been good. I think like with exams, everyone's been worried about mm. exams and all that, how they're going to be assessed um, and stuff. And it's we've had some clarity now, so it's weight off my shoulders. And uh, yeah, just glad for it to be done. How about you, Tom? Yeah, pretty pretty good. Very busy now being back in <clears throat> being back in actual school for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but the best part of this term is that we're already nearly at Easter. Yeah, so we, yeah. we've, we've had, what, uh, eight days in school probably now. Well, uh, nine days in school, but my kids have only been in for just over a week. So yeah. but we've got two, well, we've got a week and a bit left. <laughs> so that's... Yeah. Uh, right, well, I've only been quite... in four because Wales, obviously... We yeah, you only started this week. But you've, so, only... so you've accelerated all your... So you're ahead of us in lots of things. So you can go and have your haircut and stuff. I've booked my yeah. haircut in for the 15th of April in these holidays. So, well, I, I have, I've had this... I've had this... Yeah, so mine's booked tomorrow and I've had it booked now since before Christmas, but it keeps getting cancelled and mm. rearranged. Um, and I had booked it for like three... I like quarter to three but as we hmm. finish obviously after that so luckily my hair my hairdresser fair play to him he uh he moved my appointment so i could hmm. still go on the same day because um uh, my, the afro is well and truly back i have been yeah. told by several pupils that i need to shave it shape cut my hair um and shave my beard but uh but yeah it's just it well well needed i think if i if i hadn't had it didn't know that it was opening this week i'd have probably cut it myself Again, uh, I know Tom, well, it's, been, it's got to that to top knot again. No, <laughs> it's not quite as bad as it was uh, a year ago. Um, but it's funny to to be talking now, the seventeenth of March, because it was exactly this kind of time last year where twentieth sport sport had all stopped. Yeah, and then uh, I think it was the twenty third, maybe, where everything stopped. I think yeah. schools closed on the twentieth, didn't they? And then twenty third, everything stopped. And it's just amazing, really, to think back a year and i know that i've listened to uh, john robbins and ellis james uh, their podcast and they keep well john robbins keeps saying how he, he's getting nostalgic for the first yeah. lockdown and i felt exactly the same and he, he said it, you know obviously it wasn't very good at the time and at this point or maybe last week a year ago i was feeling really stressed because of the just not knowing what was happening uh, and yeah. you know my grandparents are isolating and my parents were isolating and stuff and i was having to run around empty shops to try and get milk uh, yeah. and stuff like that but then at this point, once everything did actually stop, and I was saying this to Alice the other day, there's genuinely something that switched in my brain, which doesn't happen, or has never happened previously. Like even in summer holidays or stuff, just a stop thinking, I haven't got to think about lessons. Yeah. I haven't got to think about marking or planning or anything for a long time. Yeah. It was the first time probably since university where we had a stop, a proper stop, okay. and it was... I mean, football that, manager came back out. So, uh, well, you know, I, it didn't. It didn't actually. I don't know what it did. Thinking back now, I think I actually tried to avoid playing uh, football manager certainly. But then FIFA, we had our little race with Macclesfield, didn't we? Yeah, up yeah. to the Premier League. But um, I think I was. I don't know what I was doing. Listening to music. <laughs> yeah, well, you do. I, I think. Know. I think if I remember rightly, you were uh, throwing tea bags. 
throwing tea bags. You were you had that al that book you were going through mm. and listening to those albums and things like that. Going on walks. I know you're doing a lot of walking um, back at the start of the lockdown um, and things like that. But uh, yeah, it's it's mad to th- when you look back and think. Um, I, I I think there's quite a few people because I think I saw Jason uh, is it Jason Manford, mm. the comedian. He was saying as well about feeling nostalgic about lockdown and but when actual fact it, at the time we were all like this is shit yeah. and now we're in this one and you, you, you're feeling nostalgic for that one and it is it's I, strange I, to I think, think back and stuff i won't feel nostalgic for this one next january no but as in yeah but this I, year this actually, lockdown what, period gone yeah what's what's been funny has been like coming back to school now hasn't felt like coming back to school because we've been working but you know that uh, January and February for me are always the worst two months in yeah. school because it's dark and it's cold and it's miserable and it's just after New Year. We've avoided all of that and now I'm into like yeah. my my favourite kind of bit. It's different now being in Year 7 to Year 6. If you're in Year 6, this is where it steps up and you're working yeah, really yeah. hard to get them through their sats. But, um, yeah, you know you know that the end of the year is Inside. relatively close. Yeah, and you've, you know, especially when we get to Easter, then you've only got, what, 12 weeks or 13, 14 well, exactly, weeks. Exactly, especially... Like Especially for me, this is normally the best. This is like our prime mm. time. Like we've like all the kids, they've missed cross country, which I'm sure 95, if not nine above that, are happy that they've missed cross country now because that's normally what we do in January. Mm. We're getting into now the summer months where, in you know, we're leading up to athletics and sports day and your favourite sport, crickets. We play that in the summer, um, so you know, and it's normally where I'm just stood going, yes, out. And making it up <laughs> as I go along uh, at the end of a wicket and I don't have to do much because it is literally them just yeah. batting and doing that stuff but yeah it's um but we are, we don't we still don't know whether that's going to be a we're going to be able to do that in my school mm. at least anyway because of the restrictions we've got on the facilities but yeah it's it is strange to come back and it'd be like right we're we're near we're near the end you know we're speaking to mm. like we've got, my, we've got year 11 12 and 13 back in my school and you're speaking to them going, what are you thinking of doing next, you know, next year, you're coming back to sixth form or you're going to college yeah. for my year 11. And, you know, I'm doing par- uh, options evenings for them and things where I've barely seen them this year. And it's so strange. Like normally you get, mm. you know, the, this cohort I've had, you know, I know, I know, you know, I know them well and well enough, but normally you have a really good relationship with them and, it, you know, and you're, at the end of it, you're like, oh, you're not, I'm not sad to see them go. But it's strange this year. I feel like I've barely seen them and don't yeah. know a lot about quite a few of them, um, which is quite strange. But it's probably the same for you, like with year seven. I know you're ahead of year, so you've got a whole year to worry about. But moving to a new school in the middle of lockdown as well, that was obviously daunting. Um, it was actually, like thinking back to it now, uh, the, last, <clears throat> the last day of the summer holidays, I didn't enjoy at all. It was the first time ever. I think I must have had a migraine or something. I remember having to lie down because I had such a pounding headache, and yeah, and hasn't happened to me before. But yeah, it was. Uh, but then you know, it's been such a easy transition into a new school, and they've been very, yeah. very good. And obviously, they must think well of me because I've done, uh, you know, done okay. But uh, yeah, I wanted to tell you a funny story of something that happened to me this morning. Um, oh so. I've been listening to a book on Audible called The Vinyl Detective and okay. it's been quite a slow story so far in that um, nothing... Basically, they this bloke has been hired by this lady to look for a, 
record. There's only one of these records somewhere. Nobody will try and find yeah. it. So they're going to all these charity shops and all these things, and it's quite dull. But the twist is people are dying as well. So once they somebody's bugged the car and there's these two other people who are looking for the same record. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite a quite a dull premise. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> on the on the way to school this morning, I was listening to it, and then all of a sudden they're having this discussion about well, who are these other two people that they're that are looking for this record. They're saying, and then the next thing I know, they're bloody having it off, Billy, <laughs> uh, completely out of the blue. Uh, and it was all really graphic description. I was thinking, what the what the blazes <laughs> is this? And I mean, you know, I I didn't think I was a prude. But I had to turn it off, Billy. I had to listen Bloody to a football hell. podcast for the rest of the journey. <laughs> well, on, I, on that though, have, the, um, speaking about things, have you? Like, it got recommended to me whilst I was travelling, and I listen. I listened to it, and I found it hilarious. But have you heard of the podcast? My dad wrote a porno, Billy. Of yeah. course, I have. That was yeah, one. Of the, that, that was, I think, the first podcast that I ever listened to about five years yeah. ago. Yeah, because they, they're still. He's still there's more isn't there he's yeah, written yeah. subsequent books as well and there see, I, I didn't i didn't mind listening to that because it's so uh ridiculous it's so out, out <laughs> of the ordinary that you can, that you can't even imagine it happening uh, <laughs> there's some ridiculous statements and stuff in there uh but yeah it's very very funny yeah but <laughs> that didn't put like that didn't, i didn't yeah, stop yeah. my car for that <laughs> yeah yeah but that's different as well obviously because driving in your car and you've got something like you said gra- this graphic sex scene being described yeah in uh, and you're driving a car and most cars now when you know it's loud enough for you to be able to hear it. so someone you know <laughs> if you stop by a traffic light or you pull up to school and you can mm. just hear <laughs> no mr but rouse what, is listening to <laughs> know, yeah. but what was really off-putting as well was that um it's a bloke who's narrating it and he was doing both Voices. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but he was doing this slightly feminine uh, version of the voice, and I was thinking, "Oh god, this is terrible." Uh, and then in the following chapter, so I, I, I like I managed to get through all the time. I was going, "Ah, oh, no!" <laughs> and then uh, the next bit, he was like retelling it to his mate. I was like, "Oh god, <laughs> sake. no, stop!" So then I listened to the. <laughs> There, wow, wow! You'll have to let us know how uh, how it finishes. It pans out. Well, I don't know how if it pans out. Listening anymore? Yeah. Well, that's if that's at the start. You know, it could. It could well, well, it's actually halfway through. That's the thing. I've been listening to it for like five hours, and nothing really has happened. Nothing really exciting. Has happened. <laughs> and then bang! Sudden. They literally bang. bang. Wow, wow, yeah. So, um, talking about putting football podcasts on, Billy, uh, Chelsea are doing okay, aren't they? I'm just going to go turn the lights on. You tell me how good Chelsea are. Uh, yeah, we. Um, we won last night with quite a good... Well, I think um, one of the the last couple of results we've had playing Liverpool uh, and then Atletico Madrid, we um, we did really well. I think it's probably the mm. best performance we've had all season, um, you know, in terms of man management, you know, how we set up and, you know, played the game and things like that. I don't know if you've seen mm. any of the highlights, Tom. Um, no, not no. Because uh, there was a lot of... I wouldn't say controversy. Atletico... No, the interviewed Simeone after, and he just said the better team won. So Atletico could have had a penalty which wasn't looked at VAR, mm. um, uh, but it was a it had been really soft penalty. But we have they have seen them given in the Premier League, but in Europe, obviously, it's again completely yeah. set, different set of rules. 
And then there was a red card for Atletico for an elbow. Uh, but it was it wasn't an elbow to the face, it was an elbow to the chest. So there was like they were like, but it was a proper like mm. elbow. He knew it was um yeah, and it was I think it was Savage. And I saw a stat somewhere where out of 24 games he's played this season, he's been booked in half of them. Mm. Um and so he has got a history, I think, of being this malicious, you know. I think he played for City at one point. Yeah, he's um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but this was right at the end of the game. This was the, the last 10 minutes of the game. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they were being, you know, very, very good. Um, we've got the so FA what Cup your, this weekend. Uh, what are your chances in the Champions League? Do you think you're going to go much further than the quarter? It, well, the draw, I was so, this um, This is what's a, a hint now for next week, Tom. Oh. Tom predicts next week is going to be uh, the, Champions the Champions League, League. and the Europa League because Europa. the draw is tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. At eleven o'clock, and it all depends on the draw, um, because you know the the, te- well, the teams which are left in it are quite, um, you know, they're, they're really you know it's the quarterfinals. They are going to be strong mm. teams, but you've got you know City, Munich, Chelsea, Liverpool, Madrid, Dortmund, PSG, and Porto. Um, you know, so mm. you know, put you know Porto out of all of them, I probably Porto are the well, probably the I weakest. Don't know. I think I think Porto are the dark horses this year. I think they've been a bit say, like Leipzig uh, last year. Uh, that's you know out of the teams that are in it, Porto you would say are the weakest mm. on paper, but they have been the you know they've just knocked out Juventus. Just been Juventus, yeah. Um, so you probably don't want them. Um, but it's it's one of those things, you know. All the teams are there. Um, PSG would probably be a tasty one, obviously with Tuchel mm. coming over, and there's three British teams in as in as well. So, but it's it, you've got to. You've got to you've got to beat everyone to be crowned the champions. But I said it, Tom. I'm just going to point out that I did say put your money on Chelsea winning the Champions League once Lampard got sacked because mm. we've done it once halfway through the season, and we might do it again. <laughs> we're in the, we're still in with a chance. Um, looking, we're actually third favourites. Um, yeah, to win it, mm. um, Liverpool are fourth. Which you know, so take that how we will because obviously with their they're injuries, not they're not it, playing at Anfield so that's probably a good thing for them isn't it yeah yeah yes exactly so um but it's it's you know Munich I think I think Munich and City I think you can't look past those two at the minute they're mm. just ridiculously uh, it would be interesting actually just saying about Liverpool how uh, obviously they're famous European knights of when they've come to Anfield behind for the second yeah. leg and they've managed to turn things around like Barcelona in recent years. I'm not sure what the situation was against Chelsea, but there was a couple of second legs yeah. at Anfield that they won. Uh, whether or not they will have that same uh, you know, drive. It'll also be interesting to see if English teams are drawn against each other, surely they'll be allowed to play in the UK. Surely. Yeah. Well, is Chelsea it, played... is it because of officials playing, coming in? Uh, well, Chelsea played at home. Last oh, night they? they played. They played at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, we, we when we spoke about it, I, I think on the previous podcast, um, we I, we we didn't look it up, and I still haven't looked it up. But Chelsea were able to play at Stamford Bridge, um, but we had to play uh, the away tie in Istanbul. I think it was, um, mm-hmm. or well, not in Istanbul. We were. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head where it was, but we were talking about it last time. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's to do with the country. It's to do with the country we're playing. So, like, I think it was to do oh. with that. But I don't understand why Liverpool, you know, it must have been because Liverpool played at home last Germany, week, I think. So, have Germany got a, a ban against people coming in and out yeah. of the UK then? It must be, it must be something to do with like, it's, it's something along those lines. 
Um, so, so yeah, I, I honestly can't really comment on it, but you know, it'll change as well. Depending, I think. Oh, we've got a we've, we've got, got a feline, a feline friends in uh, in shot as all good you, podcasts have you, do. Have you ever seen this one? Uh, yes, yeah, we, we uh, yes, we have, we have met. It's not very happy. Oh, scout. Um, oh, we can hear a purring. This mm. is the Thomas is very sounding now like the the audible. Uh, Audible, the book you've been listening to now. <laughs> We're going to see him purring in the background. So, yeah, but um, once we see the draw next week, I think, because they do the quarters and the semis now, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes. Um, but, Tom, you were... Uh, I can't remember. Off, we'll go on to Tom Predicts, just briefly, quickly now, oh. because uh, you were... said about Milan and Man U. Oh, yes. Obviously prediction last week, and it ended in a draw, one all with Milan scoring well, in the, the final I, minutes. yeah. And Milan had a couple of goals disallowed, didn't they? You uh, yeah. kindly phoned me while I was, you know, dropping the kids doing off, my, doing my business afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I mean, in a previous time, I would have been totally right, wouldn't I? They scored yeah. two goals, they won. Uh, but you know, that's the well. You still we're going for the leg, Tom. So obviously, by the time this goes out, we might know. Well, mm. the people who are listening Where will probably they... know the results. Where are they playing this? Uh, I think it's at, uh, I think it's in Milan, off the top of my head. I'm going to quickly look on BBC Sport whilst uh, you continue to play with your uh, pussycat. Um, uh, Billy. She's only bothering me now because it's past her tea time. She usually eats about half past five-ish, but I haven't. So she's going to be around here. Until I feed her. <laughs> Until you feed her. Um, yeah, it's in Milan. It's in Milan. Arsenal are currently playing, and so are Tottenham, uh, with them both winning. It's got, uh, uh, Rangers and Rangers play as well, don't they? Um, Rangers. Rang- oh, so that's well. we, Rangers. I don't know if that had happened. Uh, don't think when it had. We last spoke, but yeah, Rangers now winning their first league title for ten years. I think it yeah. is. Uh, it's obviously it's quite a comeback story. Yeah. Because they've gone all the way down to League Two. Can you hear anything, or can you just hear? Yeah, we can, I can hear. All I can hear is. <sighs> yeah, so Rangers uh, are back. So, uh, well, you asked me about the Celtic manager last week, didn't we? Uh, how yeah. uh, who, has anybody become the Celtic manager? I no, not yet. Lampard it. was apparently in talks. So our mm. suggestion. I want to check the odds, Tom. Whilst uh, if I'm you wouldn't mind, time. and then. Uh, Stephen Gerrard's been had to come out and say no. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be going to Liverpool just yet. Uh, well, so he's obviously the, thinking about it. people are obviously talking. To well, him. there was one name on that um, we hadn't mentioned, and I think both of us wouldn't have even mentioned it because this happened as well since the last podcast was uh, Chris Wilder being Chris Wilder, sacked. Yeah, so he's um, been the favourite, doesn't need to go. He's to the, the favourite now. So what? What are your thoughts on that, Tom? Are you? I don't think that Chris Wilder would work anywhere else. I think he's one of these managers who has one team, does yeah. really well with them, and can't replicate that elsewhere. Absolutely. There's no way that he can, he'll be able to do what he did at Sheffield United anywhere else. Because and as well, what success at Celtic now is just winning the title again, back from yeah, Rangers, yeah. which they probably do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point they're going to do it. At yeah, some point. well, they're definitely going to do it at some point. Yeah, but it's. It also shows how weak Scottish football is that yeah. in the 10 years since Rangers won the league, nobody else has even come close. It's not, even as, it, it's not even as if there's been a couple of like title races. It's just been Celtic every year by yeah. a landslide. And uh, I don't know. 
is really boring in Scottish football. But um, I, I can't. I don't. I don't understand the Celtic fans who were celebrating their titles over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. How can you possibly care? And Rangers, Rangers, I can understand this time because it's been so long. But so long. when you hear it's, it's their fifty fifth title, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who, who cares? But um, I, it was more. What do you think of him being sacked? Is oh. what I uh, what I meant. Oh, sorry. As well. I thought you meant as him. As, no, but that uh, that would have been my next question. But yeah, but him being oh, sorry, sacked. Answer well. the questions in the wrong order. Um. Well, was he definitely sacked, or was yeah. did he? Well, he was? I think I think he was sacked. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I'll double check, mm. but I'm sure it was. I think it's if you look longer term. I think I don't think it's a very good move because uh, he would have probably done okay back in the championship uh, with Sheffield United. He'd have built a. He'd have I don't know with the fans back in the stadium and things like that. They would have sort of built back up again some kind of momentum. But it's just so hard once... Uh, well, their season was going really well last year until things stopped. Then they yeah. just couldn't win after the restart and that's just carried on. It's been really, really unfortunate for them because they were such a good team to watch at the beginning of last season. They were doing so well. And then it's, they've just been derailed by this. They've panicked in the summer, I think, and bought players for far too much money. That Rian yeah. Brewster... Uh, but in the lot, in the lot, players, you know, like Brewster, I think, what you know, um, and Ramsdale, probably, you know, they're young, so they could, you know, you know, there's a lot, they've got a long, obviously, career ahead of them, so they could, mm. it could be, uh, you know, a useful and good piece of business. But they, you know, like I know they have been, they haven't spent well, if that makes sense. No, um, but it just seems it, it was so it was by mutual consent, which I think yeah. in footballing think... terms now that means he's been sacked. Um, yeah, but I, I think he. <laughs> So there'll be a part of it that he didn't want a relegation on his CV. And, you know, no matter how you look at it, everybody's going to know, well, who's in charge at Sheffield United that season? Oh, Chris Wilder, until the last 10 games. And then he yeah. jumped ship. So unless perhaps there has been some approach by Celtic and that's been what's yeah, turned his head what... and he's thought, mm, do you know what, I'm, you won't have a better chance. If you hesitate with a job like that, it goes. He was a nobody, really, two or three years ago, yeah. Chris Wilder. In, you know, he'd done well in League One, but... You know, so did Kenny Jackie, and he's still in League One now. Um, so you have to grasp your opportunity when you've got it. And uh, I mean, we're speculating now, but I do imagine that that's the case. He's been offered something by by Celtic. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree because the the only John Kennedy is the next name on the odds list after Chris Wilder, and then Roy Keane, which I think would be yeah. hilarious with Michael Richards um, as his assistant. Yeah, as his assistant. Um, Eddie Howe, I think, was was pretty mm. high up, but he's drifted now. Um, which you because you would have thought they'd have appointed Eddie Howe by now mm. if it was the case. Sean Dyche is actually quite, um, you know, not, well, he's twenty five to one, yeah. but that's this one. But uh, yeah, I just thought whilst uh, whilst it was there, Tom. But uh, but well, the prediction I want uh, from you this week, Tom, is the Six Nations. Now, a few right. weeks ago, Tom. Almost yeah. probably a month ago now, you made a very very bold prediction, Tom, that Wales would finish bottom, <laughs> achieving the wooden spoon. Now, this weekend uh, there is a game for the final, basically to fi- it's basically the final, game. isn't it? Yeah, basically the final of the Six Nations because it is Wales versus France, mm. and if Wales win, they will have a grand slam. So Tom predicted Wales to finish bottom, and Wales have so far won every single game. <laughs> Um, whether you know controversially, you know, I think there's been a couple of games, yeah, where they've been playing against 14 men uh, for long periods of time, and or even the whole game. I think, 
Um, Lots of decisions went their way yeah, in the England game lot, as well. A, yeah, exactly. Um, and then I think the Italy game, it was against Italy. Um, mm. So, Tom, are you sticking with it? Because I think France, I think you had Ireland to win. Mm. And I think France were your second team. Yeah. So are you going to, by that definition, are you going for a France? Are you going to stick with your guns and go for a France? Where are you going to go back on your, are you going to admit that you were wrong and go for Wales? Uh, well, uh, I've no idea. Where's the game? Is it in France or is it in Wales? France. It's in France. Yeah. Oh, well. eight o'clock on eight o'clock on Saturday for all of you who want to watch. Oh, is it? And, yeah. Oh, I might be able to watch it then. I think Alice is at work on Saturday, so I mean she'll be back by eight o'clock. But yeah. Oh well, never mind. Oh, yeah. I'll have to watch it anyway. And you Wolves are playing S four C. Oh, in Welsh. Yeah. Um, I I would I do support Wales in the rugby as loosely as I can. I mean, I haven't watched any games of the Six Nations apart from most of the second half against England on a phone when we didn't have any electricity. Um, So I'll back Wales. There we are. So against my own... But I don't know, again, I don't know whether that's the best thing to do for the good of what I actually want to happen. Yeah. Because when I predict things to happen, (laughs) opposite that happens. Uh, So... but I want to be right for once. Well, you were. You have been right so far. I think you were right last week. If I, uh, you had the the NBA All Star game right, so you had LeBron. Oh, you predicted LeBron James to win, and he did. That's, well, that's because I'm won. an expert at basketball. I think, yeah, obviously, obviously, Tom. So you could continue the winning streak now by obviously mm, going okay. going for Wales. Because we, by the time most people are listening to this, Man United. I can't remember. Did you say Man United would go through? In the, I think, uh, I, think I did. Yeah. Yeah, so I think by that point, that could have happened. And then mm. by Saturday then. And then obviously you'll have the Champions League. You'll be on a roll, Tom. On a roll. Yeah, um, Yeah. so I'll go, I'll go for Wales. I'll stick with Wales. And, uh, I mean, again, is, I don't think anybody was predicting Wales to win the Six Nations. No, they, no, no. I think you know, they are Certainly quite a young side. Them. Definitely not, no. Uh, they've, they have, I think they have been a shock. I think um, they've got a young squad. Um, and I think it was one of those ones where they weren't sure whether they gel and, and mm. things like that. And I think other teams have just capitulated. Um, and the the young, not a young coach, but they've got a new coach, haven't they? Yeah, they've it's got not, a, a uh, Gatland remember, anymore. It? It's not Gatland. Um, is it Pivak? I think I Pivak is his name. I'm not. I'm not going to profess to know much about the rugby, Tom. Um, no. Uh, but no, and but then yeah. of course it's the Lions as well this summer, which I always find yeah. interesting in these years that they knock the shit out of each other for a couple of weeks now in the uh, Six, in the Nations. Six Nations, and then they they're all friends, oh best Ooh, friends. friends in a couple of weeks time when they're playing uh, together for the, yeah, the Lions. Yeah. But there's been a few uh, injuries, they... I think, um, which you know that you could say that's why they're battering the shit out of each other because they're like, well, mm. you're I'm gonna I'm fighting for oh, my right, place okay. against you, um, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna make sure. So um, so I know there's a few places which are up for grabs and things like that. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But that'll it's be also, that's a later podcast on for your yeah, predictions. Yeah, but th- there are some rumours that the Lions tour to South Africa could take place in Britain for the yeah. first time. So it'll be a Lions tour taking place in Britain, which would be quite amazing, really, because of yeah. our vaccine program. But we are just desperate to host everything, aren't we? At the minute, we've applied yeah. to host the World Cup in 2030, I think it is, and then yeah. uh, what else? Euros. The, um, the Euros, yeah, we were saying, we'll, yeah, don't worry, we'll have them. And UEFA have gone, no, no, you know, it's fine. Leave us alone. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 20,000 people apparently going to be present for the FA Cup final in yes. May, 
I think, or they yeah. delayed it to June, perhaps to. Well, I know they're on about. I was speaking to my dad about this. I don't know whether because they're on about moving one of the fixtures, um, mm. as in the Premier League fixtures, yeah. to, uh, later on, so that every team can have a home and away uh, fixture with yeah. fans. So whether right. the first, whether they put the FA Cup in the middle of the season rather than at the end, so when they'll mm. have everyone will have a blank, they'll put right. We'll put the FA Cup then. And then so then they still, and then and then put the season in the other week. That's what they potentially could do. If mm. they do that now, they've stolen my idea. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You heard it here first. But um, I th- what was very interesting as well last weekend, Billy? I don't know if you saw, but there were two Johnson paint trophies or Papa John's. Trophies yeah, I did in two days. It was amazing. Yeah. Who? Because uh, Salford won it, and they were the holders for a day. For a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, I totally did well. I mean, I think it probably passed most fans by, apart from those, you know, Salford and uh, do they play Sunderland? No, Sunderland I think Sunderland won. Yeah. Oh, Portsmouth. Yeah. Portsmouth was the first. It was. It was very fortunate that you know neither teams reached both finals. Or uh, I, don't I think how... they were still. I think they were still. I don't. So the the competition that Salford won, I don't mm. think they had got to the final stage. I think they had still had to, to finish, finish that one. I think they still had to finish that one. So you could argue that some teams prioritise. So, for example, Portsmouth prioritised because they were nearer the final in that one. They were like, "Well, we'll we'll win that. You know, we'll try and win that one right. rather than try and win it the following year." Or the. I see. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those competitions which you know it's the under twenty threes as well playing it and or whatever. Yeah, I do, I, I do quite like it as a competition, and Wolves competed in it in two thousand thirteen. We got knocked yeah. out in the second round, but you know for teams like we've seen in recent years, I think Portsmouth Sunderland was the final in two thousand and nineteen, and it was it broke the record that Wolves and Burnley set in nineteen ninety eight for the biggest attendance at one of these games. Yeah, uh, it was like the first over ninety thousand attendance at you know a football league trophy game. Is you know for those kind of teams who have not had the best of luck over the last decade. Yeah. So it's quite a nice uh, day out for them all, and it's a it's a trophy at the end of the day. And you know I know that it kickstarted Wolves' revival in the, in the late eighties as well. So yeah, oh, so yeah, one, you can't knock it. I I just don't like the name now. I think we just discussed it Papa on a previous a previous podcast as well. Um, <laughs> But anyway, Tom, moving on, because we have been waffling on for half an hour now. Um, yes. Moving from one prediction, I just wanted to talk about um, the man who has won £250,000 from a £5 Cheltenham Festival bet, mm-hmm. um, which is bonkers, Tom, if you ask me. Like, can you imagine? I think so. He, and, he, and he withdrew. So he cashed out. So he could have won. So he could have won more. He could have won 500 grand. If you'd oh have, and it, all it was on, it was a fivefold. So he just he predicted five, mm. five races. So he had a twelve to one, a ten to one, a four to one, and then a twenty-five to one. And then the next, the next race, um, was a nine to two. And I'm going to actually look up because I haven't looked up if they, um, they won the race. Um, mm. Yeah, he failed. He fought. He actually. If he hadn't cashed out, he wouldn't have won anything. Oh, so he did wow. the right decision and cashed out and won two hundred and fifty yeah. grand. So, Tom, I just yeah. wanted to briefly talk about because I know back in our university days, um, we we um, we used to have a weekly accumulator. Well, me not we- mm. weekly. No, it, it was <clears throat> yeah on occasion. Regular, yeah. It was you know maybe once a month. 
You'd, but it'd be at least pound. you know a pound a pound you put on it'd be about twenty teams long. Yeah, um, it was. If you're gonna bet, you got to bet big. What's yeah, the point in so, winning twenty quid? I mean, as I mean? this guy's done, this this guy's done exactly. You know, he's taken your uh, mantra and done it. Um, how close, Tom? Can you remember the closest you've been? Because oh, winning the, a back, huge amount of money like that. But no, it's purely because I only asked because back then they didn't mm. have this like cash out. No, feature. I remember. I mean, so you used to have you used to have a receipt with the t- yeah. with what your bets on it, and you had to, and like you tick them off. And the well, I think it was one of the d- days I might have tried to th- thought. Well, that's it. I can't. I'm rubbish at gambling. Was when Arsenal were four 0 up against Newcastle. Yeah, United. Newcastle. And I thought well, that's that's that done. I'll tick that off at half time. And then Newcastle came back and drew four. <laughs> well, I give up. This. No, that's because um, that's what I mean. Because it was one of those ones where because I knew you used to tick it off. Uh, so yeah. can you remember how close you've ever got in that in that period where there was no I've, cash out feature? Uh, I've had a few, I can't remember exact uh, times when it's happened, but I can remember like games where everything's been right going into like extra time or added time, and you thought yeah. right that's it. That's like a hundred quid or, so, or whatever. Like I've never won massive amounts of money. Yeah. But I thought, right, there we go. I've I've won something, and then it's just there's been a late goal or something's happened, and the results have gone against me. Or I've had like I remember the FA Cup final 2011 when Wigan won it or 2012 hmm. maybe was it? Oh, was yeah, it, sorry, yeah. 2013 it was actually. Um, I know. Sorry, and I bet I I knew Wigan would win that game. Yeah, I had a feeling. I woke up in the morning. I thought we're going to definitely going to win this, but I put a bet on for them to win two one, rather than just one nil, which would have been the most obvious score. Uh, yeah. But obviously, because the odds were much longer for one nil to Wigan than City, I should have just I should have just had Wigan to win. Yeah, but well, you also you know I know you didn't put money on it, but I know when Chelsea won the Champions League, I went and put money on Chelsea to win the Champions League, mm. and uh, Fernando Torres to score. Um, but we I we were there in the bookies and I said to you, right, Tom, I'm going to flip a coin uh, for Drogba or Torres. And you're like, Billy, don't be stupid. It's going to be Drogba. And lo and behold, Tom, if I'd have listened to, uh, yeah, lo and behold, if I'd have listened to you, Tom, uh, I'd have been £10 richer or whatever oh, it was. Billy, um, yeah. The, the, my best betting story was, uh, what's the date? It was a, uh, two years ago, two, and, two years and two days ago. Uh, Wolves played Man United on the quarterfinal of the FA Cup and it was a really really emotional day everybody was really excited about it and like I remember waking up and the thought of Wolves winning was just making me like fill up I was like oh, yeah, yeah. we're not going to win tonight don't we? like don't get your hopes up we're not <laughs> we're not going to win <laughs> and then I got I got in the car to play five aside that morning and I put for some reason I put my hand down to my left into the sort of like cup holder and there was a twenty pound note in there. I was like, "Where the hell has that come from?" I didn't know where it had come from, but I thought it's my lucky day. Twenty quid note. So I um, went to play football. I played really well. Had a really nice time. I thought on the way back, I've got to put this twenty pounds that I found. I've got to put it on, you know, yeah. a Wolves result. Uh, I can't remember what the odds are. I'm hopeless at remembering what I actually won. But I went in and I thought Wolves to win, both teams to score. I'll put fifteen quid on, and I'll buy a program for the game yeah. with the with the fiver. With the fiver, and uh, and then Wolves were two nil up, and I was everyone was delighted, everyone was going mad, and then the last kick of the game, Marcus Rashford scored a goal, yeah. and I was like, oh, 
Yes, I've won because there was no chance of United getting another goal. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I'd won. I don't know what it was, I don't know, fifty quid or something like that. I, that yeah, came back that. it was a really nice, uh, really nice. And then I did the same again. It was just because of how blinking um, superstitious I am that I did the same for the semi final, but it just wasn't the same. It had to, yeah. like I didn't find the twenty pound note or anything. Yeah, I think yeah. I put money on from the. The, that I'd won as saved and I put the same same money that came out of that same uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> shop. Didn't work. That's Didn't a... work. Didn't work. But yeah. do, well, I don't know. Well, just uh, just whatever it is. If it, when the fun stops, stop. Oh, that's the, yeah. uh... I mean, and th- so th- so that's why as well. So this has been the yeah. second, not consciously, but I just I'd put a, an accumulator on every Saturday. And I'd never win. I'd put like ten pound in my account, and it'd last ten weeks or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might win some bets, but I'd lose more often than more I did. Than and I wasn't losing massive amounts of money. Like I said, about ten pound every couple of months is nothing yeah, yeah. really easy. And then, but it just it wasn't enjoyable either. I wasn't I wasn't bothered checking the other scores. No, yeah, you were doing it for the sake. Of, it's like the super six. That's the thing that I do now is the super six. Yeah, um, and which no, is a similar. There's no money to that. There's no money involved in that because it's all free and. You know, you've got a chance of winning the same amount of money that that chap's just won. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I think I well, definitely reckon if you're going to do an accumulator, you've got to do, go big. There's no point just doing two team, two home teams. Yeah. There's no point that you want to win, especially now money. at the minute. At the minute, there's definitely no point. Yeah, doing exactly. home teams. Um, yeah, but I bet. So the but the odds will reflect that as well. Yeah, yeah. a lot closer. But yeah. Um, anyway, moving on, Tom. Just because there's quite a lot for us. To, well, that I want to try and get through, but we probably won't. But um, I just wanted to. Ha- I don't think you've seen this, but I think you'll. I was going to include it in. Um, believe it or not, mm. I probably should have done now because I don't think you know this story about the Tokyo Olympics, about um, the Tokyo Olympic official um, having been quit quitting after Olympic sexist remark after him calling. <laughs> sending this message out whether it is an email or a text mm. or something about this um comedian uh a famous entertainer from japan um ask, uh, saying that they should perform in the opening ceremony as an olympic so yeah. as in dressing getting her to dress up as a pig yeah. uh and performing um and he's quit and it's the second official to quit yeah. uh after another Olympic official had to resign uh, after saying that women talk too much in meetings. Oh God! Um, <laughs> so it's just it's just baffling how these people get into positions like that. I mean, Donald uh, Trump is obviously the prime example <laughs> of things yeah. like that. And I thought we'd got past this, but it just seems you know that there are people who just don't know when to keep their mouth shut. Um, I know. Um, well, but and not to defend these people, but we've all sent messages to people that we haven't meant to send to them. I remember certain times in university that I was in a room with somebody and trying to text somebody else in the room about somebody else, but then yeah. accidentally texting that person and be like, oh no, <laughs> shoot yes. me in the face. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I still haven't forgiven you for that, Tom. Um, by the oh, way. Um, it wasn't you. But, I know. Was I it? Know. But oh no, I know, actually, it did. Sorry, it did happen to you. Uh, it did happen. It did happen to you actually once. Do you remember in first year? Oh yeah, because I was. Oh no, not in first year. Go on. Yeah, in first year of university, um, 
I was no, on, whoa, I was because you're going to name names. And no, I'm not gonna, I, won't name, I won't name names. But um, I, I was opposite you, and early in the morning, I heard your door open and a, a female leave. And oh. I remember going, going to text Dan, going, Billy's just had a girl in his room. Or not a girl in his room, but Billy's just, it's like seven o'clock, and somebody's just left Billy's room. Yeah. But then, because it was seven o'clock in the morning, or whatever time it was, I text you instead. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, uh, yes, it was so-and-so. She'd came because, to borrow something or whatever. She hadn't been yeah. there all night. or you know, it No, wasn't... yeah. <laughs> in my uh, naivety. But uh, yeah, um, that is funny stories like that. And you're just there like, but I don't, I've, I've closed the article now, but I, I'm sure it was some like official, like mm. it wasn't like a text. Like, like Sebco. Yeah, it was some, Yeah, it was basically messaging Sebco going, "Oh, we should do this because so, it'll be funny." And then you're like, "No, no, that's the oh, stop." It's, I well, mean, I'm I'm stupid enough to do something like that, thinking yeah. it'd be something would be funny. But yeah, it's just I'm, that's why I'm not in a position like that. I think um, <laughs> I'm excited for the uh, Tokyo Olympics now. Then more so than I was previously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just to see what stupid really, things they've been, done. Yeah, it's been so funny as well. Like, sport has been a great. Uh, distraction through this last nine months since it's come back they had three months off didn't it but then nine months it's you know it's been back and but it still won't be the same though if there's an olympics with no fans there it's, there's no point to it the premier leagues had no sort of value to it this year at all i think people really do value fans now <clears throat> as a commodity and hopefully that's reflected uh after the pandemic with ticket prices going down people being more generous yeah. to fans and letting them come to stadiums for you know and opening up uh, things making it less corporate hopefully people will recognize the in the impact that we all have on the game but i, I doubt know. it i know yeah well we'll have to, you know hopefully now it, like you say it'll be one thing that people are able to go and do a lot more often and things like that but tom mm. um i want to get in get on to your favorite thing um now uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about the poll um oh, yes. from because uh, that is your favorite feature uh, i could see you there grabbing your pen ready because you thought i was gonna say something else you fool we did a poll last week tom just to get it uh in there what was the result of the north versus south poll for last week so i think i know the was, answer it was a unanimous victory for the north of england uh there was a huge 16 votes on the uh, poll oh, wow uh, for a long time, it was a hundred percent backing for the northern team, but I don't know who uh, swept in with two votes for oh, wow. the southerners. <laughs> I, one was definitely me, <laughs> <laughs> and the other probably was our absolute scenes Twitter account. Maybe I don't know. Well, well but, yeah, but I, I I only voted myself, but someone else obviously voted. Uh, but it might have been a, it might have been a Villa fan because uh, Grealish was in there or a Crystal oh, Palace fan because Zaha was in. I suppose, um, yeah. But I think, you know, like you said as well, the bit, you know, Man City and Liverpool, who have been the top two teams for the last few years, are up there. I was able to include Van Dijk as well. You know, I don't think there's any any danger of that team winning uh, yeah. every every day of the week. So it was a pretty straightforward yeah, I think, poll. I think, really, I, think but... we, uh, I think we thought that anyway, but uh, but we put it out there and we and it was nice for a, a feature about that. But yes, Tom, we'll go on to Believe It or Not because I know you're dying dying for it uh, i oh, can yeah. see that you're ready with your pen and paper to write it down so mm. uh you ready tom yep so female species aren't impressed as the male species is forgetting love songs 
What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Legal snag scuppers sausage DNA burglary breakthrough. What's legal? <laughs> what? Say it again. <laughs> legal snag scuppers sausage DNA burglary breakthrough. Oh, God. I'm just going to write sausage <laughs> burglary. Okay. And then... Finally, uh, wife admits she's been faking being pregnant so she could quit work, eat, and sleep all day. <laughs> oh dear! Oh. So that was another story in a book I'd read. Re- well, listened to recently. Was <laughs> that a, a, the woman pretended to be pregnant, but the bloke was—it was Adrian Mole, and yeah. the bloke Adrian Mole was just so oblivious to what was going on that he didn't realise. Oh, she's not getting bigger. Oh, she's not. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's happening. <laughs> uh, but yeah. They so should we start? Sure. Do you want to start with that one, Tom? Um, no, I want to start with the first one first. I haven't got a clue this week either, Billy. With any of these. Yeah. Um, uh, so when you say female species aren't impressed by the male species forgetting love songs, which, which species are we talking about? Is it birds? A, yeah, it's a songbird, Tom. A songbird yes. from Australia. Uh, the male species are forgetting how to mimic other so- uh, the songs of other species, and uh, they the females aren't impressed, so they're not mating. So they're right. They die they, out. They're yeah. They're protect. They're potentially. Uh, so they're trying to figure out a way to get these birds to sing. Get it out. To get it out. So uh, going off that, Tom, what I am going to suggest is they learn to mimic that uh, audiobook that you've been listening to mm. uh, to try and get the birds the female birds a bit randy uh, and that that will solve <laughs> all the problems um so yeah okay. um so why is why are they forgetting things have they got a theory are they spending too much on their phones is it because of lockdown just the monotony of lockdown is that what's yeah it's, it's because uh there's been no new uh, love songs released or any decent love songs released over the period of lockdown so they've not been able to know it's um they've been mimicking Jason other Derulo birds. needs to come out yeah. with another <laughs> yeah they, uh, I was thinking uh Nicki Minaj you know um what is that song WAP um wow. they've obviously not yeah <laughs> um I think they've been mimicking other they've not been mimicking the right birds um bird songs I think is what's been happening um two of these birds is they, uh, the, the quote is they're at risk of losing their song culture um mm. which i'm sure tom you were you would appreciate with obviously the, the recent music coming out but uh so yeah but they uh, typically spend a year learning their love song and then perform <laughs> it they perform it oh, no, they go on x factor yeah, sing in front judges. of the judges and uh then they've obviously just had a big fact x in front of them um oh. but they're from these birds are from australia uh, they are the, I think they're the honey badgers, if I'm correct. No, honey eater. Honey badgers. Honey, honey badgers a bear. Yeah, that's what I thought. I remember seeing the word honey somewhere. Honey, was but like, wasn't a honey badger something that you tried to treat me with earlier? Oh, no, it was something bear. Oh, a drop bear. Yeah. A drop bear. Drop bear. Okay. Yes. That was one of the first Believe It or Nots. It was. Uh, right. So, a legal snag. Right, so I've put legal snag sausage burglary. <laughs> That's so the is this line. something to do with DNA as well, wasn't it? Yeah. What yeah. So the German police have have solved uh, a, a burglary 
after they found DNA of a half-eaten sausage and matched it to a man who was being already in detain, being detained. Right. Oh, oh dear. That must be his his worst nightmare. It, yes, Tom. It, it was his worst <laughs> nightmare. Um. So what do they do? They searched through his fecal matter, did they? And they uh, thought, oh look, these two bits stick together. Um. So they found that the snack had belonged to this this man, um, but they didn't know what type of sausage it was. So they'd taken a, a match to the sample and they'd found it on the remains of this sausage which had been left. Um, so, yeah, I think it must have been like a DNA, you know, the DNA that had been left on the sausage uh, and then his DNA, that sort of thing, rather than they've taken something from his stomach. Oh, okay. like, oh right. I understand. It's nine years, nine years old. The burglary was oh. nine years ago. What um, an interesting twist. What yes. sort of state was this sausage in after nine years? Uh, yeah, it was, it was... There's uh, There's no picture, Tom. Um, oh, so convenient. it does say that the man has likely uh, excreted the uh, the other end of the sausage. Um, Probably. A long, a long time ago. Um, so, yeah. Although but, um, meat does stay in your... stays in your guts for a long time, apparently. Yeah, but that's the problem. That's why they said they don't know what the type of the sausage is, is because it's decayed so much oh, um so, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. all right um now <laughs> what i've written down for the next one oh actually sorry let's let's come back to the the sausage one have we got any names uh no because they th- that's the snag is they they don't know if they're going to manage to do it they've, they've got a suspect and trying to match up the dna to him but they've not been able to do so yet right what did he burgle? Do we know? Um, and why was no. he currently in? So hang on, he was in jail already. For something else, yeah, he's been in jail for something else. And he and had a and he, he had a sausage his... wrapper in his pocket. No, so they found a sausage at the scene of the crime. Yeah, and they've got that sausage, and they're trying to find the DNA of someone who's <laughs> eaten this sausage. How are they going to do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's the problem. Um, yeah, that's well. Well, the bloody Germans—they're crackers. <laughs> um, right, okay. I can tell you where. Go on. Is it in America? Oh no, you said Germany. Yeah, um, Schwelm. Wo ist Schwelm? Don't know. I just know it's in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Never mind. There we go. Schwelm, Schwelm, Schwelm. Right. So uh, I've actually written down for this next one. Wife, wife faked. Being faked, <laughs> um, but it's pregnant, isn't it? So why yeah. was she so desperate to fake being pregnant to just sit and eat crisps all day? Yeah, to sit and eat, so she could be lazy and eat and sleep all day without having to work. Um, I've got a question to ask. There is a sign every month that a lady's not pregnant. Yes. Um, how is there a man involved in this? Yes, there is a man involved. Um, did, was but, he in on the on the plot? No, or... no, 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 no. She, he wasn't in on the plot. He was, he was, as you similar to the story that you've heard, Tom. Her husband. Um, it was thought it was taking long. As a, uh, I don't think he's a very smart person. Um, <laughs> <Just three> years, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because uh, but he 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 thought it was taking longer than his sisters who'd had 
babies, but didn't want to put any stress on the pregnancy. So didn't want to. And I think most most men in, uh, you know, you don't ask, uh, you know, in case, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, it's one of those questions where you don't want to ask someone, are you pregnant? Because if they're not, <laughs> you're, you're not going to be able to live to tell the tale. Um, so, yeah. So I think how it's all come about um, is the nine months have passed and there's no baby is how this is how this has come about but yeah she basically just wanted to eat like a pig sleep all day and wear jogging pants 24 hours a day so all she had to do was wait um for covid yeah. restrictions to be reintroduced to uh and then she'd be fine um That's funny. so yeah um, so i'm gonna guess that this is a british story uh no oh american yes of course uh (laughs) hence why um, hence why tom they've been able because obviously in america at the minute they haven't they aren't in a they haven't been in a lockdown um so that's why she wanted to be off so she could have this so this period of where she didn't have to work um at all okay all right um right then have you got a name yes could i have it please caroline shepherd (laughs) <laughs> uh, what's uh what's her husband's name andrew sure shepherd no. oh andrew what sure sure yes sh what like silla black saying share s s c h e e r yeah sure sure yeah okay uh all right then so i'm going to the sausage story is ridiculous, <laughs> but I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know what you kind of made up or not anymore. So, but also now I know that you're putting them into a generator as well. That helps a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to go for the sausage one being fake, surely. Okay. So the, the bird one... What I was clutching at straws, and that one was true because the story that I originally had, Tom, and it was purely for the headline, but then mm. I was struggling. Was massive tit fight breaks out in Scottish Park, and all it was is that someone's taking a picture of two blue tits fighting. But I thought that headline <laughs> was brilliant. Um, <laughs> but I was going to struggle then to you know consumpt you with it, so I went ended up finding this other bird one uh, and going with that one at the last minute. But uh, Tom, I've gazumped you. The no. German, the German police. The headline. I've altered the headline. Okay. So it, the actual headline is German police fear the worst uh, as legal snag scuppers sausage DNA burglary uh, breakthrough. Uh, 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 but I thought if I put that in there, you'll probably know. <laughs> you'll probably get it. So uh, so yeah. Very good. I yes. like that. But uh, Tom, the strange thing is, is the, well, I got the fake story. She's desperate to be fed now. Can you hear her? She yeah. just marched in and gone, ah! <laughs> <laughs> the story, I, I was after one of my colleagues and mentioned about um, the story that you just mentioned is how I came up with this fake pregnancy story. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I, yeah. So I'd, they would, must have been doing it for school work or something no like way. that. And then I was like, I'm going to use that now. So when you were that, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to convince <laughs> him now? Because <laughs> I thought but it would yeah. be quite, it would be just the kind of thing that happens. Uh, That's funny. Yes. That's funny. But there we are. Well Very done, good, Tom. Really. Well done. Well done. 
Have you got well, anything, better... Tom, to recommend? Because I have something you... to recommend, but I was going to say we better wrap this up quickly before I get eaten by this cat. Yeah. Well, you have um, technically. We've, we've recommended two podcasts earlier, um, or an Audible book and a podcast, so we could probably use them this week. And then yeah, but I have got something. I have got something. It's a YouTube channel called James Hargreaves Guitar, which sounds boring, and it might be to most of you, uh, but I like it a lot. He is a big Oasis fan, and he's a guitar teacher. So during lockdown, he's decided to. Can you see this cat? Yeah, <laughs> I know you need feeding. Go away. Um, so he has broken down lots and lots of Oasis songs. Uh, yeah. I think I, t- I think I mentioned to you before about the yeah. the secret recording. Don't look back in anger. But then he's um, desperate for indie music to get back into the charts. So he's created a GoFundMe page, and people have been contributing uh, to get this EP made and the fact that he's got so many people involved in it is really really impressive he's raised like 400 yeah. quid which is enough to go and have his five songs mastered in abbey road studios which is where the beatles did all their yeah. stuff so that's quite and, and, exciting and lad baby lad baby the most recent number oh was it <laughs> yeah so they um so he's really passionate about it and it's really nice to see people who are passionate about the same things that you're passionate about and yeah we mentioned earlier on about music being rubbish nowadays he yeah. says exactly the same thing all the time and it's I think you only actually need to sell 4,000 records to get into the album charts, and that's what he's desperate to do, is just to get into the... And he's got 6,000-odd subscribers, but they're all really passionate music fans as well. Oh, I would definitely buy a CD, so... Uh, oh, yeah. you know, well, when he gets released, Tom... James Hargreaves. We'll, we'll get him on. We'll get him... We'll, he can sponsor the podcast. He's bigger than us, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> there we are, then. But Thanks, Tom. There we go. Thank you, Billy. Another one in the bag. We're up to number 70 next week. Can you believe Whoa. that? Well, this was about the time last year where we packed it in for a little bit. So let's yeah. see if we can... So we'll, we'll see you in all in three months. We'll see you in July. Yeah. Nat. Right. Mm. Bye, everyone. Bye.